Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you see I have a very handsome gentleman uh, in a music studio with me. Today, I have Jeremy Sheffrills. I think I pronounced it properly. I should have asked you before. I keep forgetting to ask how to pronounce last it's names. Okay. It's German, so it's Schreifels. Schreifels. Okay, Jeremy Schreifels uh, from the Road, uh, from Empty Page Studios, author of Road to 99, and of course, a fellow speaker at the Slay Your Life event that's happening in December. But we'll get to the Slay Your Life later. I want to talk to Jeremy about, uh, I want Jeremy to introduce himself first so that my audience can know who he is other than just the voice that pronounces his last name. Perfect. Jeremy. Well, thank you, Phil, for having me on. This is, I'm super excited. Um, the digital entrepreneurial world is Definitely something that helped me get my start just a few years ago, which we'll get to. Um, but I am a music producer and songwriter, realtor, uh, and a coach, and now best-selling author of the book Road to 99, which is super exciting. And How did, that, uh, where did the book come from? The idea for the book come from? That's I love the name Road to 99. Oh, this is my favorite part of the book story. Oh. Um, so my co-writing uh, friend and I have been writing pretty much every week, writing a song a week, every week since May of 2020. Ooh, that's a big project. Yeah. And so we just, we committed to that. And early in that process, we were having these conversations about writing and kind of reflecting about our process and kind of moving forward and learning and growing through that. And then we just started talking about this idea. I'm like, I wonder what it's going to feel like to get to a hundred songs was kind of my like, you know, cause that's a lot. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder what that's going to feel like. And he's like, well, it's just going to be our road to 99. And so he said that and instantly that was my book title. <laughs> I'm like, that, that's that, the book title. There you go. That is a great way to get it. Like, you know, it's the road to 99. Like it's nothing. It's like just a throwaway comment. And then you're like, Stolen. Yeah. Well, and um, as a songwriter, I'm constantly using conversations as opportunities for lyrics. And so to me, that's always something I'm listening for or jotting down ideas on. You know, now we use our digital devices, but mm -hmm. I used to write it on notebook paper. You know, the, the famous napkin lyric that oh, many God. people will talk about. And so, yeah, it came from that. And I was super excited. And the book didn't even start happening until literally an entire year later. Um, but the book started from the title, which come to find out is actually not as typical um, in the authoring process. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, my editor's like, you already have a title? And I'm like, well, yeah, that's what I based the whole book on. She's like, okay. <laughs> and so, she's praying to God. I'm like, oh, is this a good book? And then she reads it. She's like... How did you do this? This is not normal. Yeah. Apparently, I took all of the wrong ways to get to the product of the end product of the book, but that's okay. No, you didn't. You didn't. You, you didn't. You see, this is what I, I, I love about being a digital entrepreneur. There is no right way. Yes. There's no right path. There's no right method of doing it because one method of doing it for one person is not going to work for someone else. They're going to take a 
a different path. They know where the goal is. You've gotten the goal. It's to write a book. Okay, there's the goal. The path through the forest is there's right. plenty of paths through the forest, and you took your own. Which is a perfect segue to basically what the book is about. It's about taking your own path. As a musician, like you're exactly right. There's no one way. Um, I talk a lot about in terms of like, there's a way to become a doctor. There's a way to become an accountant. There's a way to become an attorney in some of those sorts of professions. A musician, you can decide you're a musician tomorrow and you are now a musician. And if you happen to get paid for that, now you are a professional musician because you've been paid for your services. And so it's that simple at the very basic level. And as you grow, I feel like everybody's path is different. I was literally just on a call with my writing partner and we were literally just talking about that. Like, what's our next path? Where are we headed? And we're like, well, we don't know, but this is the idea we have and we'll see if it works. If it doesn't work, we'll, we'll change. We'll take another right turn, find this a different is, road. There you go. I see a Grammy in your future. That's what I'm saying. I'm calling it now. Next. Time. I like next your time. attitude. Five to ten years, I see you have a Grammy, and you're just gonna have it like right on the. Uh, I, I think that's your printer in the background. You're it just gonna have it there, just right there, just oh. showing off that you have a you have a Grammy. Turn my camera so you can see the drums and the guitars a little better. There you go. There we go. I love that. My friend is gonna be very happy. I have a good friend in Ireland. I have actually multiple friends in Ireland that love guitars, so this is an episode for them. <laughs> um, this is perfect because I have more guitars in my studio than I do drums as a drummer. And he has, he's a guitarist and he has more f pedals than guitars. <laughs> that seems to be a problem for guitar players. At least I hear, I, I hear that too. He sent me a picture of his, uh, his pedal board and it's not, there's like 20 on them. I'm like, why do you need so many? I didn't know you need that many. Right. Especially in it. You know, it's digital now, right? You just need yeah. a pedal and, and a brain. Uh, but let's, let's jump back to what got you started becoming a digital entrepreneur. Like what was your why? My why for being a digital entrepreneur was based on, um, I built out this recording studio in my house um, and it's in my house. And so the reason for going digital is a, I wanted to provide a different digital or a different solution for musicians to record music. Um, and I didn't want the traditional, a band comes in and leaves pizza boxes all over and, you know, hangs out for hours and it's late into the evening or some of those kind of what some people think stereotypical studio experiences may or may not look like. Um, Strippers, the, right. the ladies of the night, yeah, all of those items with yeah. my wife and my two kids upstairs just didn't seem like a really great idea. <laughs> seems and smart. Seems smart. She was a fan of the idea. And <laughs> I said, Cool. And then, so what I did was I built a network of people across the U.S. to work with digitally. And I started this probably a couple of years pre-pandemic before the world shut down. And so I was building it in a way, and it was really hard to get clients and really hard to get people to buy into that mindset because they're like, well, no, I go to a studio to record an album. I'm like, well, you don't have to. And you also don't have to pay those those fees um unless that's the experience you want which i am all in full support of because i still do it as well i still go to studios to record sometimes however i wanted something different and so by doing that i created these opportunities well then when the world shut down then i got really busy because nobody could go anywhere 
And you already had the infrastructure set up. And I already had it set up and I already had a team of people in place that were used to working like that. And so it made it really easy to just collaborate with people um, from Toronto to Dominican Republic, um, lots of people in Nashville, um, LA, and all over the Midwest to be able to just be able to do it because we could just do it like this. And then we're sending files back and forth. And so it created an opportunity to network with people that, you know, you typically don't have access to. Yeah. And it's nearly instantaneous. Like it's no longer, okay, we have to wait. We have to do this mixing and all that. It's kind of instantaneous now that you can get your partners from all over the world to help out, to get it all done. And then boom, within a day, you have a whole finished product. Right. Right. If you were super motivated, you can have a completed project in a full day. Obviously, it takes a little bit longer because you guys have to work your magic. I don't know how music things work. You just, I just listen to the end product. That's all I hear. Right. I'm amazed. I see someone pick up a guitar. I'm like, ooh, pretty. Right, right. Some people forget that there's a process to get that yeah. to that space. But that's it's my like, favorite part is that is that creative process. Um, and I really enjoy connecting people to make the synergy of that creative product happen. And so I am really picky about hiring the right people for the song so i spend time conversation with the artist or the client and just like okay what what are we trying to accomplish here and then i find those people and then let those people do what they do well i get out of their way which makes it super easy for me because i'm already getting a really good product i just need to put it all together and kind of be that kind of final creative voice for them you're the conductor you you got all the all the noise coming and you're like, I'm going to make this magic and you make it magic. Yeah. I love putting the magic together. Similar to the gentleman behind you. (laughs) uh, I have two gentlemen behind me. I have one above me and then one to my, uh, my uh, kind of my right, I would say on the, or my left who seems to be a little happy. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go wondering if today, I can't really see the person above you. Oh, it's Sean Connery as James Bond. Oh, well, He's somewhat of an artist. He's an artist <laughs> with his hands, if we will. That's right. Uh, <laughs> um, so you, you were always into the music when you were growing up. You're, this is something that you've been passionate about your whole life. It really is. It was a big turning point when I hit high school, um, which most people, that's kind of their rebellious time of their life. And for me, it was a pretty dark time. And music ended up literally saving my life um, for me almost, or for me, not almost, for me attempting to take it. Music saved me, um, pulled me back on the road from driving into a river. And so I literally, it literally has saved my life and then has continued to be a theme for years after that and kind of just kept calling me back. And so it's like, it's always been a passion and it's kept calling me back to this space. There's been moments of like, go get a corporate job and support the family for a minute, right? Um, so I just call those seasons of life. Like I had a season where I didn't do, didn't do music, but then I it just it called me back. And then when I came back, it just was head over heels. And I got into live performance, which I still do, um, not as much as I used to, um, just because as we were talking about before going and staying up until two or three in the morning produces some more challenging during the daytime hours when the rest oh, yeah. of the world is at work. <laughs> um, 
opportunities. However, you know, I still love it. Live performance is something that is, it still just brings so much life to me and my soul and it fuels a lot of what I do. And then just now being able to do more things in the creative space, creating, bringing people together, connecting people. So it's kind of been that theme that's brought me through everything. Now, when when you decide to set up this network of artists to work together to be able to help uh, artists who don't have the ability to go to the studio or don't have the money, they can come to you. And and obviously during the pandemic, it exploded because you already had the infrastructure in place. Um, was it difficult for you to set up? Like, was it easy to find collaborators to help out? Or did you have to spend hours and weeks and months trying to get that network together it took me probably two and a half years um i spent about it was a good solid two years where i spent every six to eight weeks i would go to nashville for a few days and so i built a really good solid network in that space just because i had friends who already lived there so it was an easy access into um, and then they brought me into some really amazing circles of people that allowed me to network and I just kept going and that built a really solid network there. And then of course, because it is one of them kind of musical meccas in the U S it provided me access to people that are then beyond that space because those people knew people. And so if they're like, well, I'm not really the guy for this, like, but you should call so-and-so then I could do that. And then because I was doing those things, it brought other people from like social media space, Instagram, um, which is still weird to me that <laughs> stuff happens through it. I mean, it shouldn't be weird to me anymore. It's the li- it's the world we live in, especially in the digital business. entrepreneurial world. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, however, uh, you know, a lot of my collaborations have come through that because they've just they've seen what I've done or they've seen the studio or they like the music that I'm producing and, and putting out and it's kind of, it's come through there and they're like, Hey, do you want to work on this project with me? And I'm like, I, I'm almost always going to say yes. It's just, I'm There's told is not the greatest idea, um, but I'm working on it. I'm not perfect yet. I, I, I see no reason in saying no to being a collaborator on an, uh, on a project, unless it's something fully goes against your values. If it doesn't go against your values or your, your core being, go jump on it. It's it, the worst that's going to happen is a flop. And what happens with a flop? It's a learning experience. Right. We've learned something. And I think more than anything, taking those learning opportunities from every, every moment is what is going to make us better entrepreneurs, obviously, because we're here to continue learning. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at a screen that says invest in yourself. Um, <laughs> I love it. It's, because the reason I love it is because like, it's the best investment you can make. Mm -hmm. There's no amount of money that you shouldn't spend. In my mind, most of it, just getting yourself better is going to make your journey better. Yeah. I I came up with the name haphazardly. Like when I started this, uh, to this project two years ago, I just came up with the name. Uh, I knew it was about digital entrepreneurship, the invest in yourself. It just, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to invest in myself. So I'm like, you know what, that's what I'm doing. I'm investing in myself. So anybody who listens is taking the time to invest in them themselves. So 
Yes. That's why I decided to do it like that. Cause I didn't know what it'd be a digital entrepreneur. Like, no, like I, I heard about it when I was younger about making money online. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's, that's a scam. You can't make money online. Right. right. Cause I come from the eighties before there was the internet where you had to do it the old fashioned way. Right. I talked to my kids about that because I said, um, my, I have a daughter who's 19 or almost 19 and we were talking about dating. Oh, and she's like, she's like, well, I just use the digital world. I'm like, She's like, well, how did you and Bob meet? I'm like, before the internet, we actually had to talk to people. <laughs> I had to go into a physical location <laughs> On and hope to God that I met her. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't that. I and said, then they give us a phone number and we pray to God that it isn't a fake phone number. <laughs> I said, we started dating before the internet was born to the God. public. She's like, oh, that changes things. It changes things. Yeah, and it, it's hard for me because I was born pre-digital world and now and i lived grew up later in life in the digital world so right. like i i learned how to date through the physical world interacting like you did but now everybody's on the digital world and now that i'm single i have no idea i don't have any idea i, I don't envy you and i'm really sorry and i hope that journey goes okay for you <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's an interesting journey it's another journey i'm on i'm 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 focused on the entrepreneurial journey because that's more important right now stay in that space sir. The, the, i know this space i i feel comfortable <laughs> i'm safe in this it's easy to figure out that's right dating is completely different now um but let's get back into the entrepreneurial world yes um when you were writing your book did you have a specific audience member in in mind for it or were you just like this is for me i want to get this out because this is the story i want to tell i did have a specific let's say group of people just in terms of really finding your space whatever that space is um Mine is obviously through the lens of a songwriter and a producer. So music has strong themes. However, I really wanted it to be for the person who just wants something to help them understand that they just need to keep showing up. They just need to keep doing the work. They just need to keep loving what they do and know that it is a process and it is a journey. And whatever your road to 99 is, 99 songs, 99 homes, 99 podcasts, $99,000. The beauty is of it, it can be anything, but I really wanted them to understand that it really is simple things just over time, continuing to show up and never give up. And if you get knocked down seven times, get back up on the eighth. So just that mentality of continuing to move forward, not quitting. And you know, you're going to like a road, you're going to hit bumps along the way. There's going to be storms along the way. There's going to be there's going to be detours, all of those things that happen to us when we're on a journey. But I really wanted someone to understand that everybody has the opportunity. They just need to push through some of those moments that, that might be tougher. No, I love it. I, and it's true. It is, uh, it, it, everybody had, as long as you have that goal, you can get to it. And your book obviously will help them be it 99 different ways or, what it is. I, I can't wait to read it. I have ordered it and I'm waiting for it to come. Fantastic. So well, thank I, you for ordering it. Hey, I got to support my people. I have to read it. Uh, I wish I got it beforehand so I could ask you more specific things on the book, but that's fine. Um, 
I, I do want to ask, since you focus m- more primarily on the uh, the artists in the digital world, what is a tip you have for those musical artists uh, jumping into the, uh, using the internet to promote themselves? I think the number one thing is just being consistent. Um, I think the biggest question I get as a producer all the time is, when should I be releasing music and how often should I be doing it? And my question is, is how fast can you produce music? That's always my first question. How, how fast can you create it? And the second one is, is how fast can you continue to create it? Because it just needs to be consistent. Um, I usually recommend, in fact, I literally just talked about it on this before, right before we got on here. Um, what is about every five to six weeks, somebody should, you should release a song every five to six weeks because what it's showing people is that you're willing to show up and do the work all the time, every time. Because in the past, record companies and A&R folks and those kinds of people, they're going into spaces or bars or venues and they're finding these kind of diamond in the rough sign sort of people and then they build them up well record companies now they want you to have a hundred thousand followers and they want you to be playing a hundred shows a year and they want to see that you have fans and you have music and you have all these things because what they want to do is they just want to come in and pour the rocket fuel on your career because then they know they can still make money Mm -hmm. they don't want to help you get from the zero to a hundred thousand they want you to start at a hundred thousand and take you to a hundred million and so that's a little bit more what we're seeing from those folks at the top because they have the money, mm-hmm. but they're only going to invest that money if they know that they're going to get a return on it. And they want to see that they're doing, doing the work. I think a little bit, um, if we think about it from like, a, I was having to talk, talk about like angel investing and venture capitalists the other day. And a lot of those f- people that are investing in that space um, they're investing in the people, mm-hmm. not, I'm, yes, the idea has to make sense and they have to see that there's going to be a p- point A and they have a goal to get to point B, but what, who they're really investing in is that person, you know, they're investing in the jockey who's going to run that horse, you know? And so it's like, they want to know that you've done the work, you can do the work you've shown up, you have a track record. I think that the music industry is the same at that level. And people just want to see that you're going to keep showing up. They want to see that you're not going to be a one hit wonder. You know, you could do that in the fifties and you had a 45 and you could get a one hit wonder and it would last now 60 years. Yeah. It's, it's crazy that 60 years ago, there's songs that we're still playing today. Like this is the shit. And like, have they done anything else? No, they just have this one song. Yeah. That's it. You know? And so that's probably my, that's probably the most common advice I give to artists is just like, be consistent, whatever it is. And then as you are consistent, you will grow. You'll get better every time. The songs will get better. The production will get better. The marketing will get better. Focus on one task, make it perfect or as close to perfect as possible, then move on to the next thing. And then just eventually you'll be as close to perfection as possible for you, your version of perfection. And you'll find people. Like right. The inter- the internet has opened you to the world of 7 billion people or close to 8 billion. I think we're at now in the right. world. And I think half of those people have the access to the internet. So you have access to all those people. Right. 
So keep investing in yourself. Yeah, full circle. I'm going to, uh, there's so much more I want to talk to you and we're going to go probably be a longer episode here, but um, uh, we're going to talk about your favorite episode. Then we're going to talk about Slayer Life event because that's how we got connected. And I want to talk right. to you about that. So your favorite moment so far in your journey, what would you say it is? Like in your whole entrepreneurial journey, it could be your musicianal, uh, being a musician, producer, anywhere in that journey, do you have a favorite moment? Um, I think one of the highlight moments that I have at this point was doing a, I play with a, a Navy veteran. She's a country artist. And we had the opportunity a few years ago to partner with um, Crown Royal and their purple, um, purple bag project, which is a military project where they pack their purple Crown Royal bags and send them over to um, military veterans. So we had the opportunity to partner with them and um, the country music awards. And so we got to do a video, but then we also got to go to the country music awards and be part of that whole experience. Um, And that was super eye opening and super awesome. And I feel so grateful to have been able to have that experience but I think more than anything, I loved what it was around. It was around the military and supporting those people and, you know, and what they do for our ability to even give back to them. Or the ability for us to do our own thing right. without being told to, what to, to do. Be like, digital entrepreneurs. Yeah, exactly. They, they allow us to have this freedom of digital entrepreneur. And it's a great segue because it connects to uh, the individual who uh, organized the Slay Slayer Day event that is that connected us to get you on the show and get us both speaking, uh, Mr. Kyle Slaymaker, uh, a veteran of the armed forces. But yes, how did you get connected to the Slay Your Life event? How did you get connected with Kyle? Uh, I got connected with Kyle um, through a mastermind network group we're in called Apex, and we just we connected through that group, and you know we just really hit it off when we got introduced to each other, which was great. And we just kind of kept talking and he kept pushing my buttons um, to kind of push into a coaching space based on, on the book. And so he was kind of instrumental in that. And so how I got connected to the event was a, because of that connection through him and B because I have speaking experience from speaking um, with in terms of music and mental health at some conferences. So I've been on stages a few times and have some of that experience, but you know, it was more just, again, that networking and that connection kind of in the digital space to be able to have that a create a friendship and an opportunity to connect with other people that are doing the same kinds of things that we are. No, I'm really excited. This is my first, on stage uh, event. I've done virtual events because of COVID, but being on stage now, do you have any advice? <laughs> yeah. I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday, uh, which is great. I love it. Um, nerves are good. Okay. They are a positive. I, I, I can guarantee you I have those. Though, okay, yes. We're checked. We're going in the right direction. <laughs> um, and then I can just tell you, um, just breathe. Um. Okay. And I almost can guarantee just by our short interactions, Phil, that when you get up there and you start talking about 
what you love and what you're passionate about, it will be over before you even know it. And you won't even know what happened. That's what I'm scared of. I'm scared that it's going to pass by so quickly that I won't remember. It won't register in my short term. And then I'll be like, I have to watch a video. And I hate watching myself. You mean, I do as well. Even as a musician <sighs> performing all the time. I <laughs> I don't think people understand how much we either hate our own voice. Like personally, it's for me, it's my voice. I hate hearing my voice. Right. Um, and that comes from my corporate job of working on the phone and having to analyze my calls and just hearing all all the mistakes I would make and it's not my voice it's just the script or how they want us to process stuff and so it's like you come to hate your voice because it's like that's what you associate with what you did wrong it's your voice and not the script right right I think <sighs> you're gonna do great Oh, thank you. I'm very excited and uh, looking forward to hearing your your wisdom after my my uh, my my panel or my talk on what I can do uh, better to make it even more uh, exceptional. Because I already know it's going to be great. It's getting right. that exceptional. That's what I'm aiming for. Um, but I do want to because we're coming up to the end, and I don't I don't want to take too much of your time. Uh, for sure, you are a busy producer. I do would like uh, I do would like I would like languages obviously my forte here as a podcaster i can speak good english for sure uh, uh what is a book that you would suggest to musical entrepreneurs people who are in the musical world that are looking maybe they're not the artist but they're one of the people in the background helping artists grow maybe a book apart from your road to 99 because that's obviously a book that they need to read absolutely a book that they should read they should definitely pick up a couple copies that makes a great gift um mm -hmm. I, I think my favorite book, and I keep going back to this book, it's called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And the whole idea behind The Slight Edge is that every choice we make every single day is either a choice to move us forward or backwards, or it's a positive choice or a negative choice. He uses the, the, the imagery of the um, scales. Okay. And so like each grain of sand is a, is a decision you get to make. And so is it tipping the scale in your favor or is it tipping the scale against you? Um, also knowing that there are certain things that we have to do every day. So there are going to be negatives, but how many more positives can we do? And I equate that to, um, I have two children. And so I have to tell them the 200,000 no's. Don't touch that. That's hot. Knives are sharp. Don't run in the street. I have to tell them all of those no's because they're of safety and concern and care. But I can also tell them the 150 million yeses. You are good. You are a champion. You do matter. What you say matters. You're a good person. All of those kinds of things. Because those are the mindset pieces that not only kids need, but we need as growing digital entrepreneurs to sometimes just make it through our 16 to 20 hour days yeah i love it i'm definitely going to be taking a look at that and uh i'm probably going to be picking up a copy as well <laughs> and just have it in my kindle and just read it when i need to it's, get those boosts yeah i read that book like back in probably 2003 for the first time and i didn't know what i had at the time i wish i did but it wasn't about till 10 years later that i was like oh this is what that book means yeah. And it tends to be like that. You read a book that impacts your life. It's only years later that you figure out, oh, 
this is this 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 is working my god i did not notice and then you go back you read it and you're like oh my god there's so much more gold that i've been using uh, or i haven't been using to its fullest 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 advantage right it's 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 and i've been reading so much lately i could probably give you a handful more books <laughs> we're, we're gonna start with that for another episode another episode after the slayer slayer life event we'll have you back on and we can talk about how great it was and what's coming up for the next one and another book but uh jeremy i'm gonna jump off screen here i'm gonna give you the chance to let my audience know where they can find you how they can work with you if they want to work with you so that they can become uh they can start their journey on their road to 99 fantastic you can reach me at uh probably the best way is at www.roadto99.com. You can A, grab the book there, which is fantastic. And there's also ways to connect with me in all of my digital spaces, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the spaces. Um, I don't have a MySpace account anymore, but I don't think most people do. So I just want to say thank you to Phil for having me on today. I'm really looking forward to seeing him shine at the Slay Your Life event coming up here in las vegas and thank you and keep growing and keep investing in yourself awesome jeremy it was a pleasure talking with you um i know we talked a bit uh, we generally talk on our on the chat but that first uh zoom meeting was great meeting you and hearing all your great ideas and having you on the show was even more amazing because i got to learn more about you and how music impacted your life and saved your life multiple times once one big time and then multiple smaller times um and it's great to see that your passion is keeping you going and i i'm looking forward to vegas because it's going to be a heck of a time just just meeting all the chat all the speakers is it's going to be insane but because you guys get to chill out more often than i am the i'm the farthest one from you guys it's no fun yeah i suppose I'm all the way up in Canada. It's all cold. You guys are all nice and warm. Well, it finally hit the 60s and lower 70s here in central Minnesota. So I'm cool with that. But I'm flying to Florida tomorrow, and I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. No, I just had friends come back from Florida, and they said they had a great time. It's nice, beautiful weather here. We're starting to get some nice weather up here, but... We had a we had a snowstorm in April, so I, I don't I don't understand Canadian weather anymore. I, I've given up understanding. Uh, I just love every day that there's no snow on the ground. It's a happy day. Uh, I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah, you you're from Minnesota, so you understand how painful it can be. Um, I sure do. Jeremy, again, I want to thank you so so much for being on the show. Uh, your wisdom that you shared, your story was excellent. I can't thank you enough for sharing your story with us. Um, to my audience. All the notes, uh, all the links will be in the show notes down below. You can connect with Jeremy. Um, The link to uh, purchase tickets to the event will be down there as well. And I look forward to talking with you, Jeremy. Again, a huge thank you to you. And you're very welcome. Thank you. And everybody remember to invest in yourself. 